カスタイム今次の放送はファンによるファンのためのファンホールポッドキャルチアポッドキャストでこの番組はブランドスパンダやりくの財布の適用に手を送ります Hey guys, welcome back to another Tokurific episode of Fan Holes Toku Thursdays. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Derek Dan Dan Baby Dan Dan WC, and I am going to be one of your hosts this evening. And I am joined by a plethora of fan holes tonight on Toku Thursdays. And why don't you guys give a shout out and let everybody know who's here in the digital realm tonight? Hey guys, thanks for having me on your show. This is, <laughs> is Justin, and you stub my toe. I'm going to kill you all. Hey guys, this is Tony, and uh, let's pump up the power and then go to human creative school. So, yeah, so we are here tonight for this special episode of Token Thursdays. This was actually suggested by Mike, and this is like Mike's second episode of Token Thursdays ever. So it's, it's pretty cool to have Mike on a Tokyo Thursdays. I always get excited when we all can be on an episode together. And, you know, the majority of us are on this episode, so it's pretty awesome. But what Mike suggested for this evening was we, we wanted to kind of do a stare and compare here. And kind of what we're doing is we're looking at episode five of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, and that episode is titled An Unhelping Hand, and we're actually sort of doing a stare and compare with the original Japanese tokusatsu that Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad was based on called Gridman. And so the episode of Gridman that we're looking at tonight is the ninth episode, and it's titled The Fiendish Brainwashing Strategy. So I'm, I guess I'm going to sort of turn it over to Mike and maybe regale us with how he sort of wanted to handle this and how he came up with the idea for the episode. So, yeah, like I, I just I think what sparked the idea for this episode was there, there's going to be a Gridman like animated like I think is it a movie or a series? Like I forgot now. I, like I think it's, it's just a series. movie. Yeah, it's, a, okay. it's an anime, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like in like I, I've always like I used to watch Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad like before I went to school and for a time like I thought it was like like cooler than Power Rangers like I used to go into school and be like man like I I forgot what was what was going on in Power Rangers at that time I think they were starting to wind down like some of the Thunder Zord stuff or whatever but like I I was kind of like man you guys need to like you know switch over to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad because that's you know where it's at and you know it, it wasn't exact. I, I, it wasn't a really successful sales pitch, but like I did, you know, I did start buying some of those toys and stuff, and like I, I kind of liked the show. So I never really looked into like Gridman, like what it was based off of. And like once I saw that there was going to be an anime version coming out soon, I was kind of curious. So I figured we could do like a sort of like like Derek said, stare and compare episode of the original Gridman anime or uh, show with like superhuman samurai cyber squad and i was trying to figure out 
which what would be equivalent episodes because with most Japanese like entertainment they kind of you know took uh chopped up a bunch of episodes and like wrote their own like American plots around them and stuff so it was kind of hard and like this this was I'm sure there's closer examples but like within the first 10 episodes of each series like this is the closest one the two episodes we'll discuss tonight are the closest ones like I found that seem to use the same like stock footage for the you know the the like tokusatsu battles and whatever and had a sort of like there's sort of elements yeah. to each episode that are similar but like they go in way different like directions yeah so, yeah like, yeah, yeah th- th- so yeah. You, you did you just kind of like review like from your memory like having seen superhuman samurai cyber squad you kind of had a, a good I guess mental kind of snapshot in your head and then you kind of like started reviewing episodes of Gridman. Like how did you, cause the, 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 what I was wondering is like, cause I've, I've only seen, and, and it, it, this is not, I guess when you, when you talk about, you know, Oh, I've never checked out Gridman. It's not, it's not like we had the option to, I mean, I suppose we could have watched maybe like raw, rips of Gridman that were not subtitled or something like that, but it's not like until very recently we had the option to just, you know, I, I think we're in a new, brave new world here where it's like, oh, you mean you can go to, you know, the the Toku channel and watch Gridman? Like, what? Like, you know, it's, it's like, I don't think that was an option not too long ago, and I, I think I had lamented to Justin in the past, I don't know if it was on the air or not, but, you know, it was one of those things where you're like, oh, man, I would have, I, I would be curious to see Gridman subtitled because all I know of it is Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, so I would have liked to have seen it, and now that I've seen, like, the first nine episodes like i have a you know a a decent idea of what the original show was like but i guess for you like you just kind of watched like what the first 10 episodes or something and then tried to figure it out from there or yeah i just kind of like well i found a site that had summaries of most episodes okay okay and so i kind of i was like i kind of randomly picked a couple and i was like uh oh this one sounds similar because i kind of like keyed in on certain words where i was like report cards like report cards like that's the common like element in both of these like in the civilian plot basically like report cards kind of yeah so. yeah do you do want to do you, report cards and butthurt <laughs> do you, i mean i i was able to find the of course the wikipedia entry for superhuman samurai cyber squad has like a, a two-sentence synopsis of episode five but did you want to read off that and maybe read off whatever synopsis you were talking about from the the Gridman thing, because I, I I haven't found anything like that online. Uh, I don't know if it, I think it was only like a description, like a one sentence like description. No, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, so, it's better than nothing, right? Because let me see if I can. I'm, find I'm it. assuming most. Spot here. I'm I'm assuming most people haven't seen these, so I figure at least because the the one I'm talking about is only like a two sentence description, so it's not like it's like super in depth. But the the one for Unhelping Hand for episode five is Sydney earns a B on her report card. This is the least of her worries because a mega virus called Scorn has taken over her wrist uh, can't even say it her wristwatch her wristwatch. It causes her hand to go on a petty <laughs> crime spree. Oh no. However, Tanker quickly catches on, takes off the watch, and Servo is sent to stop the virus. So that's like 
a two-sentence synopsis with, like, tons of run-on commas and, you know, typical Wikipedia stuff when you don't prep ahead of time. But, you know, you get the basic idea. Our, our, our heroes are infected with a virus, and then they go into this digital grid man, you know, superhuman samurai squad, you know, computer world, and, you know, fight it off or whatever, and that's kind of the end of it. I did do a little bit of research just because. Uh, but it's kind of interesting that, like, uh, and Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, uh, we'll compare later, but, like, yeah, the, they, they seem to be a little bit old, older teenagers because, like, Sid would mention she could drive a car, and I'm like, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, because they're, they're they, you know, you're right, because they must be teenagers. The other thing I noted about that episode was that they were talking about how the, the school bell was about to ring in 10 minutes, and I'm like, shit, they must be either pretty close to the school or she must be a crazy-ass driver, even though she gets all A's <laughs> on her, you know report card or whatever like she's she's hot rodding down to the school i'm like i i don't think i'm like i'm i'm thinking to myself i'm like i don't know that i can get anywhere in 10 minutes exactly like and 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 after the school bell rings like you're like oh okay but yeah it, it's all right they're saved by the bell yeah 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 but i i, I thought it was kind of interesting like uh the the, the uh, dynamic of the the, the quote-unquote team because you have sam who is your? Who is Matthew Lawrence? You know, whoa's brother. Um, whoa, whoa. And then you have Sydney or Sid, and then you have Tanker. And what? What's the nerdy guy's name? I don't know the guy that's also Amp. 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 Yeah, yeah. And, and like, there, there's like it, that's why I brought up Saved by the Bell because I'm like, how are these three friends? You know. <laughs> well, it's funny because like, like I've seen all of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad and Amp. Like they 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 mercilessly like tease it, but Amp is actually an alien. Like you know he he's, he he says like you know being human is hard, and you think he's just like crazy or whatever. But like he leaves the show like I think like forty episodes. Like I think Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad is like forty five episodes or something, and like that actor departed the show like on episode like forty or like in the late thirties. So they just kind of said, like, Amp literally went back to his home planet. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, apparently, apparently there's 53 episodes total. So. Okay. So, yeah. But at some okay. point, at some point, Amp left and returned to Hoochie Planet or what have you. Well, see, that that kind of, like, makes sense because I, I haven't seen the show in a very, very long time. So I, I just thought he was, like, you know, Weird. the wacky, yeah. wacky jokester guy i was like oh this guy's too stupid to live and then you're like oh he's an alien i was like oh, okay that well, that makes more sense because i just thought he was like really stupid no no it's funny though it's like <laughs> he 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 took the poochie way out but then they replaced him with poochie because they replaced him with this surfer dude guy named lucky london and he was <laughs> he was like totally like dudes like what's up like <laughs> dudes i'm gonna monitor you in the cyberverse dudes <laughs> My name is Rip Curl Robert. What's up, man? <laughs> like his, his catchphrase was literally "Surfs up." <laughs> I, I was making a joke earlier. It was nice to see that Fez got like an early start in like his acting career, like on Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Because I know it's not the same actor, but like me and Mike were talking before this, we have no idea what his accent is. But like Mike was just like he's just hamming it up, and he's like, you know, hey, I am so butthurt. By Sid, I shall I shall really give her a bad day, you know. Like, I say good day to you. you I know? think he's just he's talk, 
talking about like Malcolm Frank and I, I forgot what that guy, Glenn Boudot, I think that actor's name is. I think he's just kind of like doing a weird like cammy like vaudevillian yeah, like, yeah, bad he, guy. Like, yeah, he didn't seem to have an accent. He just kind of plays it like thick where he he's he kind of like kind of like what you're saying. He's hamming it up during any dialogue where he's like, this is what I want you to do, Kilo. It's almost like he's trying to compete with Tim Curry somehow, or like he thought he had to like do a Tim Curry impression because he was like the little kid version of Kilo Khan or something. You, you know what I mean? Like, like sort of like he was trying to, to do the same kind of hammy Tim yeah. Curry thing or something like that like he he calls sydney a ginch which is like a slang for underwear which is <laughs> you know what's fun. funny was like i yeah. I, I was like i kept <laughs> having to i kept having to listen to things again because i was like did he just call her a bitch like what like you know this is, a, this is, this is like syndicated what the hell yeah huh. well, well well you know speaking of the elephant in the room for a syndicated show yes tim cree was known for voice work. I mean, I'm not saying he was, you know, above that, but but, but wow, they got Tim Curry to be Kilo Khan. I mean, that's that's kind of impressive, you know. <laughs> yeah, even better. Tim Curry was like slumming it and stuff, you know. He did <laughs> he like the he, he 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 did the uh, you know like two days worth of recording sessions, and then it they got maxed out into like 53 episodes of this show you know uh, no he was oh, yeah, like yeah. no he's yeah he he voices something in like i think every single episode so i mean he must have you know went in and did the you know adr work or whatever or well he didn't even have to he was just kind of you know dubbing to kilo Khan's movements kilo Khan doesn't have a mouth so but yeah like he's fun like i think him and malcolm play well off each other like they like you said derek they kind of like out ham each other yeah yeah they, they they seem to be on like the same level playing field as far as that goes he calls humans meat things so he's like malcolm meat thing like (laughs) yeah 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 there's also that part where like you know he he's wanting revenge on sin he's like you know i will call kilo khan and he will do like you know my monster and like he like just pops up on screen he's like you mean kilo khan i knew you already were here (laughs) you know it's like Uh (laughs) no it's interesting it's like he like uh he was if there was going to be a second season of this show he was going to become servo because like they made like a sort of series finale for this show but it got like they had to i forgot what happened they had to pick it up for a few more episodes so the series finale like is this really like sort of epic battle between servo and kilo khan and sam gets trapped inside servo like permanently and then like like he like Sam and Malcolm team up and like Malcolm kind of becomes a like good guy for a while. But then like at the end of that episode, there's like a tacked on scene where, where it's like, Oh, everyone's memories was, were erased and now it's all back to normal or whatever. And like, I, I was like reading into it. Cause I was like, man, that was a good episode. What happened? And like, that was <laughs> intended to be like the series finale, but then they like went on and made like 10 more episodes or, you know, like strung out some more like stock footage and shot some like, new stuff but yeah like like this this there's some there's not a lot of information on the internet about this show but there's like the tidbits that are out there are kind of interesting like i said like i guess you know joey lawrence's little brother was going to get too big for the show or whatever and leave so they were going to make malcolm like the new servo in the second season yeah i think matthew lawrence had a had a blossoming music career that went nowhere 
I, I, I do feel like I have to bring this up, you know, and, and, you know, this is just my thoughts. There are three things in this episode that almost made me uncomfortable. The, the, the basic plot is Sid is, is infested with a virus or scorn, scorn, and it takes over her watch. Like that, that's how they talk to each other. That's they're, they're more or less, they're morpher, more or less. The, the virus can only take control of her hand. And at times she does like, you know, crazy wacky stuff. But like, there's one part where she's like, just like massaging Tanker. And I'm like, why is the bad guy giving Tanker a back rub? That's, that's, that's weird. She, she like slaps him afterwards or like pinches his ear. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's all right. And then there's like another scene where Matthew Lawrence is, is talking to, I guess, his supposed love interest. She's like the cute girl in school. And I guess, you know, they're supposed to have that like kind of, you know, awkward, you know, like, you know, will they, won't they like date? You know, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, that's cute and stuff. But she's like, I can't find my necklace. And like, you know, maybe like it dropped down somewhere. And he's like, can I get it? And she's like, no, I can get it. And she's like, can I watch? And I'm like, whoa dude calm down <laughs> well, that, that, sh- that 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 show was on syndication so they could get away with a lot more than like power rangers could and like yeah, yeah there's there's a lot of like like i'm gonna say it like sexual like innuendo in that show and like like i think um there's at the like, end, like at the end taker takes sydney and just like or sid Throws him over his shoulder, like goes upstairs, and I'm like, they're totally gonna go have sex. What the fuck? <laughs> there, there are mul- like, and you can see it in like Gridman too, where they kind of took that like Malcolm's like counterpart character, basically, or like the guy you know Malcolm is based off of, and you know he has a kind of creepy obsession with the girl, like, yeah, and, like they they did do that with Malcolm and uh, Jennifer, which is like Sam's girlfriend, and like there are multiple episodes of like superhuman samurai cyber squad where malcolm like brainwashes jennifer and like like makes out with her and stuff like and then like i was kind of like wow this is yeah it's like it's like wow they're really like pushing the envelope here well you you know in that same scene i mean tony didn't finish because it's like it's like he he has the dialogue about can i help you find the necklace which may have slipped down her brassiere right and then and then talks about watching but then because what is it sam who, who, who's got the hand that does anything it's like she she pinches the girl jennifer in the ass and then and then they she's like oh. and she's like oh boys and she just kind of like and i was like man like i, I was like i'm sure i'm sure that was fine back then but i'm like i i could just imagine oh, yeah. the 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 outrage on social media that yeah. this would have erupted into if it happened there, like right this minute you know there there are a lot of things in this show that just would not fly today like like malcolm is the literal definition of like a columbine kid yeah yeah he's he's a social outcast yeah he's like a little he goes in his dark room on a computer and fantasizes about ways to either murder brainwash or otherwise like humiliate like his classmates and stuff and like yeah it it gets it's if it wasn't so goofy would be pretty dark basically yeah, uh, it, it, uh, is the the character Sid and Tanker actually a thing? Because I will say, and like, the acting is not great. I will say that. But uh, the guy who plays Tanker and like Sid's not as good. But they, they actually did seem to have chemistry. She, he, like, you know, I could like, I could believe that Tanker kind of likes Sid. Yeah, you know? like they they had a thing going for like the entire series, or like a will they, won't they thing. And there's there's an episode where like Sydney wins like a date with 
like this famous movie star or something. And Tanker's like so jealous that he dresses up as Sid and tries to seduce like <laughs> the movie star. <laughs> right. Right? So, like, the movie star thinks, like, Tanker is Sid, and he's like, ugh, like, what the hell's with this girl? And he's like, you. <laughs> okay, that's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah, they do stuff like that. Yeah, because, like, uh, um, like, like you know, the, the, the slapstick scene is, like, you know, Sid doesn't know her hand is doing this, which I'm like, okay, I don't see how you don't know that. They're talking about stuff being stolen from people at school and stuff. You know, even uh, Sam is like, you know, oh, yeah, my wallet got stolen. And Sydney opens up her locker and all this uh, crap comes out. It's like, hey, that's that's my stuff. That's my stuff. And Tanker is all like, you know, like, no, no, like I stole it. And like, like a sweet moment, like standing up for his not girlfriend who he wants to be his girlfriend. But then like they had the slapstick thing where Sydney like whips off the, the, the principal's belt. And he's like, whoa, my pants. You know, it's just like, like it's like such a, a drastic, you know, change. I just, I just like I love like all the writing in regards to AMP because you know like he's like the principal like doesn't recognize him at first and he's like it's me you know the guy with like the liquid methane tanks and he's like oh yes you yeah like... <laughs> yeah yeah like amp is is stupid and weird but he's also like kind of endearing like you know like you said like that like you know at the end he's like you know yeah i just thought it was hard being a human and i was like oh okay you know, <laughs> you know see like, I, like... I i i think i thought Amp was like the screech of the show, but now that you've explained it, I'm kind of like, oh, he's like Mork from Mork and Mindy, basically. Yeah, he's, yeah, he grows on you. Like Justin said, he thought he was too dumb to live, but like if you watch more of the series, he'd like grow on you. He always has like great lines, and like apparently, like he he was like the most like you you read all the behind the scenes stuff, and like he was like the most serious actor of like all of them and stuff, and then like you know he left the show early. So, like, obviously he thought he could, like, do better, but, uh, no, I don't think we've uh, seen him do better anywhere else. Yeah, right, unfortunately, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, it's Hollywood, and even if a show like Samurai, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad was popular, like with you, there's going to be, you know, producers who are like, oh, you're in that, you know? Like, no no dice, but, you know, yeah, yeah, he's fun. One one thing that we were kind of talking about, especially you and Justin, because you you guys like are more familiar with it, especially you, Mike, is like and Justin pointed this out, is like in the beginning scene they they show Sam slash Servo, that's his name, fighting a a uh, kaiju or a or a digital beast or whatever you want to call it, and they use like the jets like you know that they introduce really early on, which is different from the uh, Japanese show, is like, you know, it's kind of funny that they like just like threw that totally out there you know just like let's just get all this shit in at once <laughs> yeah that there was no like like i said to justin there was like no sense of like escalation or or earning new like abilities or anything in superhuman samurai cyber squad they just kind of you know just had them all to begin with and like it, it depended on what stock footage they were using for that episode to determine what you what was used when and you know i, I don't think like they even like they never upgrade in the show. Like they use that same set of, you know, it's servo servo with his sword and it's servo with the three vehicles that combine with him. And then servo with the two vehicles that combine with, with him were for like two different armors basically. And that, that was it. Yeah. yeah I, like, I think they were, they're going power Rangers on it. Yeah. Like at this point in Gridman, like he hasn't had his sword, shield and axe for very long like he he doesn't have any of the other like upgrades at this point no i thought that was yeah. kind of interesting 
Yeah, I guess I guess maybe it's worth going into like comparisons to the Gridman episode and maybe talking about it. And then the other thing is, I guess unfortunately, like I mean, this may not be true of all the other fan halls, but I personally, I, I watched up to episode nine tonight for this, you know, discussion. But the, the kind of like Justin's saying, like I, I'm assuming at some point later in Gridman, he does have all those assists and power-up forms, you know, the, the Ultra-Act figures that I'm familiar with, where he gets, like, you know, King Gridman and Turbo Gridman and all this other, you know, Ultra-whatever-fucking-Gridman. You know, there's there's all these different levels of power-ups and stuff, but I, I have no idea whether, like, Nauta has assists from, you know, his his colleagues, or if it's all just him powering up computers that makes any sense yeah yeah well well well, that's the interesting thing about Gridman, and uh uh, mike might be able to go more into this you too derek since you watch more and and justin as well is like in Gridman, is not just out is it Gridman is a character they created him he's like a video game character but he's actually also at the same time kind of like a a a cyber policeman who kind of existed before he just kind of inhabited the Gridman persona and they combine. They're like they're like two beings in one. Whereas Sam is just you know servo. You know when he goes into like the digital world, he's servo, and that's that's just him. So that's that's kind of interesting. You know, it's like uh, they they have that duality thing. It didn't show in the episode I watched as much, but it was kind of interesting that like the the younger than teenagers, I would say like maybe like last year of middle school, first year of like high school. They like run down to the, the the computer room and they get on junk, which is their computer. And Gridman is already there, and he's like, you know, like you know, hey, how can I help? You know, that kind of thing. I, I kind of feel like this is an after effect of. I mean, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that Gridman was part of the Ultra Act line of toys, which featured Ultraman, because I I kind of think that's just the trope of the Ultraman series that you know it's kind of that thing of you know do you have the philosophy that Billy Batson is a little kid who turns into Captain Marvel or do you have the philosophy that Billy Batson takes on the character and or personality of the superhero Captain Marvel who has the wisdom of Solomon and is his own character right like so so I I think with with the Ultraman characters it was always that kind of dichotomy that you described where it's you know the you know say like Hayata is his own character he's part of the science police and then Ultraman is an existing member of you know the the m4 nebula or whatever and 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 that he you know they both have their own individual personalities but then in order to both survive the typically what happens is the the host combines with the ultra character and then they you know they both have aspects of their personality you know involved in that that merger or whatever and that's true of this show, the the Gridman show too, like Nauta and you know Gridman, they both you know he, he's the you know the police cop like you described, but then there's also aspects of Nauta's personality involved as well. Whereas it just seems like you know Matthew Lawrence is kind of like 
tucking and rolling and doing tokusatsu stuff <laughs> with the stock footage and going like, dude, guys, help me out, man. Whoa. You know, like that kind of thing. And, and so you, yeah, like, like you said, and I mean, I don't know, maybe Mike could speak more to this cause he's seen the entire series, but I mean, it, it would sound from our perspective, having watched the superhuman samurai cyber squad episode that, it's it's servo is always just basically you know matthew lawrence in this other form basically yeah he's yeah he is servo basically and yeah if i remember the pilot correctly it's like a freak like it says in the opening credits so it's a freak accident transformed him into servo like there's there's no more backstory than that i think he's freakazoid well well kind of well let's just we're going into Gridman. This is one of my tropes on Toku, but uh, the Gridman is a little darker than Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, but not nearly as dark as Kamen Rider or even Super Sentai. There's still kind of a like a more kid friendly vibe, but there is some dark kind of creepy stuff in this. Like you know, I, uh, I, I think I, I think uh, at least with the comparing of these two episodes and the whole notion of report cards and education, like. I, I kind of thought, like, let me put it this way. I felt like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad was cheesy and would, like, be one of those shows that would need a laugh track for its kind of, like, awkward, like, non-slam-dunk jokes. But I think when I watched Gridman and you had the moments with, like, the mother freaking out about the report card grades and things like that. Like, I was like, oh, shit, you're in trouble now, now to... And I, like, actually kind of laughed to myself about certain things. So it's like, I, I don't know if it's just that I'm I'm used to a Japanese sense of humor now, having seen a lot of programming or whatever, but, like, I I genuinely found certain aspects of the comedy in the Gridman episode funny, where I laughed, whereas I think... I, I probably found any comedic kind of attempts in Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad as kind of like groan worthy, I guess. Does that does that For, make sense? Forced, like, yeah. 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 I was like, oh, I don't know. My, look, did, look, look, like Amp fell down because his shoes were tied together. Womp womp. Yeah. 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 I, but I guess before we get too deep into it, Mike, do you want to read that like single sentence synopsis of the 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 Gridman episode? I can't find it. Okay. Well, I uh, like oh. what I mean then then let's go into it. Like what's the 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 I mean the the commonality is like in the 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 superhuman samurai cyber squad it almost exclusive well, I don't know, not exclu- but they, they all get report cards. But I mean it, it seems to then focus almost exclusively on Sydney getting a oh my god, like she didn't get all A's, she got a B on one and that like freaks her out. And then it turns into this you know the, the the watch and the virus, yeah, and they take yeah. advantage of that, and it sort of it sort of dovetails into its own, you know, different thing where she's she becomes a kleptomaniac because she's got this fucking virus watch on her fucking wrist or whatever, and that kind of dovetails into its own thing. Whereas I guess the 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 Gridman episode, which is titled "The Fiendish Brainwashing Society," it's not actually the Sydney counterpart character, and I guess I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm going to put other people on the spot too because i didn't write shit down but like the only character's name i remember is nauta because he's the lead but like what are the like there's there's nauta and he's got two 
friends that help him, the girl and then kind of the amp of it's like the Sydney and the amp of the Gridman show, but like I don't remember their names. Does anybody remember their names? Well, the girl okay, is Yuka. And I think it's Yuka. Okay. I think it's, uh, Ivy. It's Ipe. Or, okay. Yeah. Ipe. Yeah. Ipe. Yeah. So Ipe. like it. Yeah. I I would say I would say Ipe is more amp than than uh, what's his name Tank or. Tanker. Tanker. Yeah, tanker, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like yeah, there, there is no, there, there is no, there is no sporty guy, guy on Gridman, yeah. jock guy that we know of, right? And 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 Yuka is is definitely more Sydney. But what you'll find is Yuka is not the one who got the shitty grade. It's actually the the Malcolm counterpart and the uh, the Toto. other creepy Toto, right? Yeah. So he's the one who got the shit grade. Like he he got like. I don't know, like a 50-something out of whatever, like, and he's looking at, like, basically his rank in the class, and he's like, I'm supposed to be a fucking goddamn genius, and I'm not, you know, I'm not highly ranked at this shit school, and then he gets all pissed off, and it seems like, and and again, like, I don't I don't remember, the, but it's like, okay, so KiloCon is the, you know, the, the Americanized version, but then what is he called in the... Gridman uh, episode? Uh, uh, con uh, Digi something. Yeah, like di- the Digifier. The Con Digifier. Yeah. Con Digifier. Yeah. So like that, that that character, the Con Digifier seems to key in on his anger. You know, like like that, that anytime that character is angry, whether it's that he got slighted by a girl, whether he's pissed off because he didn't do good on his report card. Like, it's kind of like, I sense your anger. Like, let, let's do something with this. And then, you know, his, his Columbine kid thing is he'll design all these kaiju monsters to like wreck the hell out of the digital world. And I, I think what tends to happen is the digital world is not, it's not this ethereal thing. Like it, it, it tends to have an impact on the real world because you know, for example, in like the first episode, he's it, like a real computer affects, virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it affects like the the computers in the hospitals, and then it's like now it's his little brother is having some kind of surgery performed, and and then the computers start electrocuting the fucking doctors working on his little brother. So it's like there are direct real world consequences to this kind of, you know, I guess viral infection or misuse of of the, you know, the kind of, I don't know, digital world or whatever you want to quantify it as. Yeah, I, I was like, you know, when I was watching this, I, again, I haven't really watched Gridman, but when the teacher, like, you know, the, the computer started going crazy and stuff, the bright light came out. I don't know why I not only looked this up, but I remember it. The scorn counterpart, his, his Japanese name is Shinobular. He zaps him with some eye beams. And I'm so used to Common Rider being a little bit darker. I was like, "Oh, he did," you know, I'm like he did. But no, yeah. He, but but much like the the hand episode from Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, he's mind controlled, kind of. He's not just his hand; it's his whole body. He's he's been taken over by the 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 evil virus, and like that's why I thought it was more creepy because they kind of play into that as the episode goes along. Everybody gets like mind washed, and they, they get darker and you know more like you know sinister, and it's like. You know, but on the same hand, they're not like killers. They're not like killing people. But like you know, like Ipe gets like punched by one of his classmates, and uh, the, the the pretty girl that you know uh, 
Naruto likes is like you know being mean and bullying a younger girl. Like I think it's his like you know sister or something like that. And it's like was, yeah, that was that was what that was wasn't that Ippe's sister? Yeah, or yeah, something? Like, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And it's like so so like she's bullying him for for or her for lunch money or whatever the heck like her allowance and like it, it, it's it, it's interesting because i guess i mean this is a good example to compare to because it's like it's not the same thing as sydney's kleptomania or whatever but it, it kind of is like it, it it's like the the difference is they seem to indoctrinate the entire classroom and sort of hypnotize them into becoming all like sort of id driven kids you know like they do whatever they feel like it's like it's like the one the one guy walks into the 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 store and it's like and he's like oh i i think if he's there and he's like i i wouldn't think a kid like him would read manga and then and then all of a sudden he's like you know grabbing a bunch of manga and shoving it in his backpack and trying to sneak out with it. And it's like, you know, the guy's like, mind your own business when he tries to stop him. And like, that's just, you know, it's like people just doing whatever it is they feel like it, damn the consequences. Like that's not the same thing as kleptomania or whatever, but like, I guess the notion that they're, they're going to steal manga or they're going to try to rip off a, a little girl's lunch money. You know, like it, it's just get, you know, give me what you want because I want it. You know, type thing, and that's that's kind of the direction they went with it. Like I, I thought it was, it was, I, I don't know. Like I thought it was an interesting choice to have those characters have the makeup that they did because, yeah. like, they almost become sort of zombified. Like they have that kind of dark those dark lines under their that, eyes that, like they have bags yeah. or something yeah and 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 even even the girl that sort of harasses the little sister for the the lunch money like you you can tell it's it's almost like they sort of gave her a goth makeup job like even her lips are are sort of like you know darker you know colored and everything like that so it's like it, it's a subtle way of indicating the 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 hypnotic change that befell all these kids and they 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 emphasize by having her walk into the room as a normal little girl and then noticing all these other students getting hypnotized and then she ends up getting hypnotized as well and so you're you're used to this image of her as kind of like a nice sweet girl who wouldn't have stolen another little girl's lunch money but yet then here you are where she kind of looks like I don't know, like she belongs in, uh, you know, the fucking craft or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, cause she's got all this kind of dark makeup on, and now she's like, "Give me my lunch money, bitch," you know, or whatever, you know, like she's, she's, she's really kind of, you know, it, it, I guess in in this sense, this is the uncomfortableness of Gridman that seeps over into, I guess, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, maybe like that, that kind of yeah. notion of, oh, she, she's bullying this this little girl who's younger than her. And at least you have the excuse like, Oh, well, at least this girl is, is hypnotized to do this. Like, it's not like, it's not like, um, what's the guy's name? To- to- Toto. To- oh, Toto. Yeah. Toho. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Cause, cause he's, I mean, he is the, the, the prototypical, you know, Japanese kind of, columbine kid i guess well he he kind of cracks me up because i mean like like i said when i did my intro like every episode seems to find him like he gets 
just toast up and he's like, I'm going to kill you all for this. Like the way the <laughs> series starts is like he has a crush on Yuka and they run into each other in the hall and she's like, Oh, you know, hey Toto, how are you? And he's kinda like shifting around nervously because like he has like a love letter he wants to give her. And then like Yuka's friends like, you know, she's like, you know, come on, Yuka, we gotta go. And she's like, Okay. She's like, bye, Takashi. And then you see him, he gets furious. Like he takes his love letter and like crushes it in his hand and he's like you know, she rejected me. I'm going to kill everyone. I'm just like, you didn't even give it to her. Like you were so weird and <laughs> yeah, awkward. Yeah. And like you. I. I. Like, I. kind of. I kind of think it's like the Doctor Doom principle. You know, it's like you. You fucked up your own face, bro. Yeah, like yeah. you. You know, you. You had the tiny little scar, but then you put on that like fucking ironclad mask that was like heated up, and then you messed up your own face by doing that. Like, cause it's like, I, I, I had the same thought when in that first episode, cause it was like, you, you think it's going to be like this hero Yui, like, you know, tearing up Relina's invitation and going, I don't care about you, you know, but it's like, he doesn't even pull out, the letter you know what i mean so it's like how can you it's like it's like you 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 stubbed your own toe dude like you didn't you didn't get your toe stubbed by her like she you didn't even give her the opportunity to reject you like because you know she she had no idea like it's like it's one of those things like those people are clueless to his outrage because he doesn't even like broadcast indicate yeah yeah that that that's what's going on there's one episode that like the theme is like the phone and he's like he's mad because he's like uh, my mom never calls me i'm going to destroy all the telephones <laughs> <laughs> i was like wait what like that's not the phone's fault it's your fault or you know it's like your mom's fault like come on man well yeah well i mean like i mean that's like like a good parallel because like Malcolm in the you know superhuman samurai squad ish episode you know Sid's being kind of bratty she's like i got to be my parents are going to hate me i'm not perfect and he's, he's like, really You're being like kind of, you know, whiny. I'll give you something to whine about, you know, just kind of a good villain thing. You know, this guy, he's like, I got a low mark. That means that it wasn't because I didn't study enough. It's the teacher's fault. I'll kill him. You know, <laughs> you know he could, like, like later in the series, it's kind of like, like in that series, I think it's in that like faux series finale episode where, um, Malcolm and Sam, like, I guess Sam gives Malcolm what Derek would call, like, a triumph moment, where, like, Malcolm's like, you guys were always, like, mean to me and shit, and Sam's kind of like, dude, like, if you wanted to be our friend, you could have just, like, asked, and we would have been, like, cool, but, (laughs) you know, uh, but Malcolm, Malcolm does have, like, moments of depth, I guess, in this show, where he, like, he uh, there's some episodes where he does things and like they get undone and then like someone reaches out to him and he's kind of like okay like I'm sorry like and like a I don't know like it shows like he could be good and then like that series finale kind of shows that like that would be series finale kind of shows that ultimately if he had he was not stubbing his own toe like he would be like a good kid but yeah 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 it's like it's like Malcolm feels like, you know, people pick on him because he's kind of a dick sometimes, you know, it's like, but he doesn't know how to be like not a dick sometimes. So it's like a little bit more understandable. He's socially awkward, you know, but like, yeah, the, the Takeshi guy, you know, he, like I said, you know, it was like, you were talking about the first episode is like, you didn't give her the note. Why are you pissed at her? You know, and this is like, I didn't study it off. It's everybody else's fault and I won't tell anyone and I'll kill them. <laughs> 
Yeah, there's there's an episode uh, where Malcolm like somehow screws with Sydney's voice, and like she she's supposed to sing like at something, and like her voice is all like slowed down and super deep. So she's like, guys, like help me, like I don't know, know, but like by the end of it, like like it, it, it it. kicks off because she was like a bitch to him like like in the first five minutes of the episode or something and then like by the end of it like sydney goes up to malcolm and is like i'm sorry i was mean to you and like malcolm doesn't know how to handle it and he's kind of like like the thanks and then like (laughs) that's just like how the episode ends where he's kind of like oh treating people like nice is good like i guess (laughs) i'm not a dick people like me huh yeah Uh, one thing I, I did want to talk about uh, also as well, it, it's something I kind of alluded to beforehand and then a little bit uh, while we were talking here. The, the the teenagers in Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, at the very least, had to be like 15, 16, 17, because Sydney can drive. And, you know, they're a little bit older, so like the, the, the inappropriate sexual tension or questionable things like pinching a girl's butt is like, okay, like teenagers might do that. I can understand that. So like... But yeah, like it really surprised me. Like in Gridman, these kids are really young, you know. Like uh, you know, Naoto is like you know, like really like you were saying earlier, Derek. He really is kind of like Billy Batson, you know. He's like just this kind of golly gee shucks kind of character. It's funny you mentioned Hero Yui, Derek. I was just looking it up, and Gridman is actually uh, voiced by Hikaru Mido- M- Midori Kawa, who voices Hero Yui. <laughs> 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 nice. nice. Uh, who do, who does uh Khan uh uh D- Digi whatever because uh, that that was a good voice. I like Tim Curry, Ma- but that Mas- was... Masaharu Sato, and okay. he he has had a very long career in voicing. You you know what? This is a totally random aside, but what I did notice, and and Justin may have noticed that as well, but I I did notice in the third episode of of Gridman, uh, I had mentioned Ultraman Hayata before, and it's like the the same actor who plays him is is in the third episode of of Gridman. Not as the same character or anything, but Susumu... uh, Kurobe is is also in Gridman, and it's like I guess if you've seen him do cameos in like a lot of the later you know Millennium and and Heisei Ultraman shows, it's like you kind of get used to him looking the way he does there, and obviously he looks the same because they were done you know in the, around the same time frame in the nineties. So it's like you're like, oh dude, I I'm like it's Ultraman, you know, like not oh, really, but Ma- sort of really. Masaharu Sato is uh, the voice of Shenron. Oh. Oh. oh, and the second voice of uh, Master Roshi, I guess, after the first one died, because it says Dragon Ball Super Kami Senen. Hmm. Oh, cool. Oh. Okay. Um, I, I did want to broach this topic with Derek and Justin, especially. I'm not as familiar with Ultraman as you two guys are. I'm probably more familiar with it than Mike, maybe? I don't know. I don't know Mike's history with Ultraman. Okay, I'm just going to put this out here. Is Gridman kind of a ripoff? Because... Gridman does have three things that are very Ultraman-like, besides kind of his appearance. It's more detailed. He's got more like an armor look. But he does grow, just like Ultraman. Uh, He does fight Kaiju, just like Ultraman. And also, his power is on a time limit. He even has the beeping, just like like Ultraman. Like, I I know 
Yeah, like they, I mean, I'm not saying it is a knockoff or a ripoff because it's, it's nicely. Done. No, I, I, yeah. I, I, I kind of think he is, but he's part of the same family, so I don't think he. I mean, there, there, there's some tenuous connection to. I mean, it's not, it's not the same universe. It's not the same. Yeah. Um, you know, like it, it's not like he is like I don't know, like uh, you know the the backwater cousins of the Ultraman or something from the the M ninety four Nebula or whatever. But but he's not like science like, police either. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but but he's he but I mean he's part of the same toy line. You know what I mean? Like so it's like yeah. I don't I mean they're they're all Bandai you know toys and things like that. So like I think I think there's something to where they you know I I don't know what a good example is in you no know, I mean to me it's like kind of like going well is Green Arrow Batman knockoff yes but they're both from DC Comics so it's right. sort of okay like like that that's kind of that's kind of where I come down with I it, think I guess it would, I think it would be like if you compare it to like Transformers it's like you have like Hot Rod and then later on you have like Hot Shot they're kind of like similar characters but it's it's not a rip off because it's the same company that's making it. Right. Yeah. 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 At, at worst, it may be derivative. Maybe. Yeah. 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 It's it's less okay. of a knockoff and more just derivative of the original concept, I guess. Yeah. I okay. really like. I really liked the monster in the, these episodes. Scorn or what? What was it called? Tony Shinobilar or whatever. Sh- Shinobilar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I, like, I, I always wanted the toy of him which they did release in the superhuman samurai cyber squad but i never found him and like i think he he reminds me of like tarantulas from like beast wars like he's got a similar look he's got like those three dots on his shoulders and like uh, his voice is even kind of similar so like i always thought he was was, like super cool yeah um he he does return twice I, i did like i said did some research he goes back as just shinobi lar in one episode and then he comes back as Kung Fu Shinobi Lar. <laughs> 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 so there's that. He does show up again. You know, it's really funny though. When I was watching the 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 American version, like even though he's called just Scorn and he's not really said to be kind of a ninja, like as soon as he did like the uh, Naruto not Naruto like Jutsu, where he like splits into like different forms, I'm like, oh, oh, he's a ninja. And then like when I watched. Gridman, I was like, oh, they, they pretty much say he's the ninja kaiju. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, because he does the little shadow jutsu where there's multiple versions of them all across the no, digital world. No, it was kind of unique about him, if I remember correctly. Like, aside from Kilocon, like, he was the only monster in the show that talked. Like, all the other, like, monsters that Malcolm and Kilocon make just, you know, go, rah, I, I can't I can confirm that that was actually like something that was mentioned. It was like he he's the only one who actually speaks. Yeah, which is which is also kind of cool. It's like oh, so he's he, he's he's unique in many ways. Yeah, I like his design because like like I was telling you know Derek and Justin like you know these are supposed to be kaiju and like we're used to rubber suited monsters, but like the one scene that's in both episodes. I mean I know it's reused for Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, but like there's that one scene where. Uh, uh, Gridman slash Servo like does like a fucking judo flip on the guy, and I'm like, that was cool. <laughs> I was like, he like flips him over his shoulder, and like I'm like, dude, man, those guys are athletic. <laughs> you know, <laughs> who's ever the suit actors? It wasn't. Pre- oh well, I mean that's that's 
that's a, a, the thing I guess we should talk about as far as the 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 reused footage and the original footage. Like Gridman does have a really cool look. I, I was joking that Gridman like looks dirty because like looks like the suit hasn't been washed. But at the same time, I think they were going for that textured muscle look that was very popular in the early nineties, like the Flash TV show, like where like mm. you know he's shaded where like the spandex is, but he still has the shiny stuff like the 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 armor and stuff. I, I could be wrong, but that's what I, I think that was the effect they were going for. Yeah. yeah, I can I can see the flash. Like I I, I see what you're saying about that. Though. I like I always really liked that. Like I had Servo and I had Synchro was the ro- robot guy. I or uh, Xenon was the robot made up of three the jet the drill and the tank and he combined it to Xenon and then he combined with Servo to form Synchro. And like I like I really liked those toys. Like I like I said I, I for a very brief time I was kind of like man this stuff is better than like Power Rangers. Like all y'all need to like switch over to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. So what what was it about Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad that drew you to it as opposed to Power Rangers or you know uh, Big Bad Beetleborgs or VR Troopers? Like was it the toys? It wasn't the acting. Like, yeah, what drew me to it was it was on at a time that, like, I was watching TV, basically. (laughs) But, yeah, like, eventually, like, I I just started to like it better. And, like, like, I I mean, yeah, like, the acting's cheesy, but, like, I think it's no more or less cheesy than Power Rangers. And, like... No, no. Yeah, you're right. I thought, like, like Derek was saying, it was making him groan. But, like, I I loved, like, like, Amp made me crack up, like, this, even watching it this time time like I, I i think you have to watch a lot of it to like you know for it to grow on you but like he always makes these like weird non sequitur like comments that well that that's kind of what i was about to say was one i i don't think i understood that he was an alien but two like uh, uh for me the non sequiturs like i mean maybe maybe that's just my thing like i i don't understand like a lot of these you know, regular time, adventure time, you know, or regular <laughs> show adventure time, I mean, like non sequitur endings. And I feel like, like every line he had, I was like, what does that have to do with the entire like, scene that preceded when goes, it, bro? When he's trying to comfort Sydney and he's like, you know, my parents were mad when I kept frozen cadavers in our freezer, but like, <laughs> yeah. they got over it. Like, we yeah. didn't have steak for a while, but it was cool. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was like so where she's like, oh yeah, yeah, they're all leaving. He's like, she, uh, Sydney's like, oh, it's cool. I got the car today. Let's go. And like Sam was behind her, and uh, Tanker's like, shotgun. And like uh, Amp's like, pistol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, like I, I really like, I really liked that cast of characters. Like you know, like Tank was like kind of the Flash Thompson of the group. So like I like that character archetype. And you know, Sydney was you know Sydney was cute. I thought and like. And, She's and, the brains. Yeah, yeah. like even even like Sam's girlfriend, I thought were was cute. So I probably thought the girls were maybe even cuter than the ones on Power Rangers. Well, I mean, at, at the time you're watching it, like it was totally age appropriate. They were like around your age, you know. You're like, you know, yeah, like you know, like it's not twenty three year old Kimberly and shit, you know. <laughs> like you're old, you're old enough to be my older sister, you know. It's like yeah, like uh, but as Justin was saying, you know, like. You've, you've kind of like got into the show and stuff when you decided to pick this was it nostalgia or was it just out of the blue or are you always have you always had kind of a soft spot for for superhuman samurai cyber squad like i had the 
soft spot like but it kind of like faded away with like everything sort of sentai related i guess and and like i don't know i kind of regard it like sentai as like the same way i do like wrestling almost where i have an interest in it but i don't follow it anymore but like if an opportunity comes to like look back into it like like I, you know, I usually take that opportunity and like, yeah, like when I was doing research for this episode and like rewatching some episodes of like Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, it kind of like reminded me that like, yeah, at one point I really did like this show and like, yeah, maybe it's nostalgic and maybe I have a rose tinted view of it, but I still like, you know, I, I enjoyed it. Like, I think the toys were like really good and yeah, like I have like affection for it. Yeah. Be- being that you are the one with the most, you know, affection and nostalgia for Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, like, wh- what was your initial impression of, uh, like, one, how, did you just watch episode nine? Did you, or did you watch, like, ten, like, how many episodes of Green Man did you watch? And, like, what, like, I guess, what was your initial impression as somebody who had that sort of, cherished memory of the americanized version of the show it was like i watched that episode nine and i watched the first episode and otherwise i just kind of like looked like i skipped around doing a couple other episodes just to see if i could recognize some like monster footage and Hmm. once once since i said like i said i liked the scorn monster once i found the episode with him i was like okay well let me find the equivalent like superhuman samurai episode with scorn and there are actually like Tony said, like, you know, he appears two more times in Gridman. He appears, like, probably, like, four times total in Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad because they reused, like, every fight footage, like, twice in the show. (laughs) So, like, he he had this same fight with Scorn in another episode with a totally different plot, like, which is probably one of the flaws of the show. But, like, you know, they, they probably turned, like, 25 episodes of footage into 50 episodes of footage by doing that. But... Like, and a lot, you know how this episode started off with them fighting a monster. Like, they'd often do that, where they'd have footage from another episode, like, to lead off, like, episodes where they're just finishing off another monster. And like, yeah, that, 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 that's the eye catch. Yeah, yeah it's, not, it's not intended to be that same fight where they already used that footage, but they're like, we, we're just having the same fight over again with different dialogue basically to answer your question i went off on a tangent but to answer your question like i was interested like like it was interesting to see how much was taken from Gridman, like into like and transplanted like i was immediately yeah kind of like well this is like the malcolm frank character and yeah like you know that some of the same setups were i think superhuman samurai cyber squad on like ironically doesn't like use the setting of a digital world like to its full potential the way Gridman does like 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 it's in Gridman's name basically where it's like this is a digital like superhero but like superhuman samurai cyber squad it's like yeah he's digital but they don't really like he I don't know how to best describe it it's like he's a like you know a superhero like a, a sentai hero who happens to be in a computer but in Gridman man it's like that's yeah like that's that's what's special about him but in like cyber squad it's kind of like it's just like a i don't know like a given or something like it's like oh he just happens to be in a computer i think i think that's something that i noticed about when i watched gridman but in the in the first episode when now to 
first comes out of the the junk, you know, the the computer apparatus slash, you know, portal to the digital world that they all create, like you can see like the computer's almost like on fire. You know, like it's like it's like it's sparkling and there's all these effects to make it look cool and everything. And I remember when I saw that first episode of Gridman, I went, Oh man, he totaled their junk, didn't he? Like I, I thought that was it like that that computer was toast and then it's like they kept reusing that same footage every time Nauta comes out of the <laughs> computer and i went oh i guess it doesn't matter then like that's just stock footage that you know the, the computer explodes every time he comes out of the computer world or whatever and like i i you know i i haven't probably seen enough superhuman samurai cyber squad but it didn't look like they even had the budget for those squibs so i'm guessing most of the time it was either, you know, they, they zap in, they zap out, you know, they, yeah. they do whatever it is they need to do to fulfill the story plot, but that it didn't look like something was was damaged or, or, or messed up. Or, or, or that like it was that. Like, it was like treacherous to go into the digital world. Right, right. That that there were there were consequences for going in and coming out or something like that. Yeah, I, I did think it was funny. And I know we have to look at the timeline. We have to be aware of like when both these shows came out. But again, for nostalgia's sakes, you know, it, it is funny that like, you know, when I saw Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, like, you know, they're using like, you know, the big white, you know, monitors, the, the the white keyboards and like, you know, the big hard drives with like the the diskette inputs and stuff. And I'm like, oh man, this looks so cheesy. I know it's old, but still Japan wouldn't do this. Nope. Uh, like they still have the big ass monitors and the the big ass hard drives and you know it's like it's like oh, oh well yeah that's uh, you know like it like hit me it's like no that's just where technology was back in the day that's just how it was you know I like all the jargon they have to like throw in there where Sydney's like you know I have to execute the batch file and you know <laughs> Scorn's kind of like you know I will wipe your hard drive servo and. <laughs> And then, like when 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 he kills Scorn, Scorn is like, "You have degaussed me." Like, <laughs> yeah. For for me, I I kind of feel like it's almost like Tron meets Ultraman, you right? Know, like yeah, that, yeah. That kind of vibe to it, you know that that it's it's somebody from the outside world going into a, you know, some kind of digital computer realm. But then the the trope of it is less, you know, Bruce Boxleitner with the the frisbee. It's it's more, you know more Ultraman like yeah guy with a sword yeah like you know like like as far as i said the look was really cool i i like the uh, like i i assume there was some you know basic cgi like you know when uh servo slash grid man they use the same footage you know his shield breaks up and turns into a sword and stuff like that but it was still kind of refreshingly nice for my nostalgic eyes when shinobi lar or or sworn was was totally destroying a cardboard building that had squibs in it. I'm like, yeah, that's that's my old school kaiju. I'm, I'm I'm good with that. You know, it looked all technologically fancy, had lights in it and stuff, but it was still cardboard or whatever the material is. It's like, it, it was practical effects. Is is like you know, like yeah, that's cool. That's what happens when a virus infects a computer. It releases a tiny monster inside the computer, which destroys <laughs> a b- bunch of cardboard buildings. Yeah, that's 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 what my Trojan virus did. It like destroyed all the buildings in my computer, and I had to like you know put in SimCity update. I guess the, the something I wanted to bring up, and I I did mention this to Justin the other night, but 
I kind of found it like, I don't know if fascinating is the right word, but I was, I was kind of aghast that like this, this is like an official, like subtitled property. Like it's on, I mean, it's not a network that necessarily everybody gets, but like it's, it's got some kind like you pay to watch the Toku channel. And like part of that package is Gridman, and I, I, I kind of, you know, I mean, I voiced this to Justin, so I, I know I'm not alone. But I, I was like, those subtitles are fucking atrocious. <laughs> yeah, they were like, just this like, side of I mean, I mean, it's not, yeah. it's not, it's not quite asswipe like Hong Kong English subtitles where shit is horribly misspelled, but it's like there's pronouns missing and words are gone, and like, and 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 there are episodes where like people are like Jesus and God, yeah. and I'm just like, like I'm just like, was like, like Jesus, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like I'm like. I'm like, she didn't say that. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, this is terrible. I, like, I feel like they get worse the more you watch Gridman because the first it's like it's like it's like the good. first yeah the the first couple episodes are not too bad and it's like somewhere along the way somebody just like like they 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 fucking took their hands off the steering wheel or some shit and they're just like oh fuck this shit like brah! and they they went right off the fucking tracks with that because like. It's like it gets worse and worse and worse, and like I'm I'm thinking about just just to to illustrate to people because we've been talking about report cards and how that's the gist of the plot for both the American version and the Japanese version. Like by the end of it, her name's Yuka, like the the girl, right? And like Yuka's like I, I'm trying to remember how they they phrased it, but basically she's gonna help the other two kids study. And then, but I think the way the subtitle writes it was like, "I show you study now," you know. And I'm just like, "Wait, you're you're gonna sh- do what?" Like, like I, I get what they meant, you know. Like I can translate it. Like it's like it's like the Dada speak from the Grant Morrison Doom Patrol. Like I can figure out, you know, what the intention is. Oh, you know, she will show them how best to study. Okay, fine. I I get I get what they're trying to put down, but it's like the grammar is. Yeah, it just gets worse and worse. So I was just like, "Wow, that's." I mean, I mean, if they want people to embrace this, like they, I mean, I, I'm not saying it has to have all these bells and whistles and all this weird, you know, uh, colorful. Text I don't know. And stuff. Well, no, I was going to be all negative. I'm like, it doesn't have to have all this weeaboo shit like TV Nihon, where there's like an asterisk for every fucking, you know, Japanese term and the definition and a, you know. Like uh, a, a glossary or a thesaurus or whatever, but I mean, all all most people ask for is, can I read the subtitle against the <laughs> the screen, and and does it, it does it have proper grammar in English? And it's like, I I can't say either of those things. The longer I'm I watching will, I will this, teach like you study asswipes. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's like I I show you study how. Magical sword in my ass. I will show you now how to wipe freely. You know, (laughs) what? Yeah, and 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 you're just kind of like, yeah, I don't know, like like that. That was the one aspect that was disappointing. Like I was, I was, I've been super curious about what exactly Gridman was and what kind of show it was, and I was super excited to see this 
for the first time, you know, in its original, you know, format, I guess. But the 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 only thing that kind of killed it for me a little bit was the that that these subtitles were just, you know, you you could tell that there's some degree of carelessness with the presentation of the package and i i kind of feel like that's unfortunate like i wish somebody who was who was enthusiastic about it was yeah. assigned that instead of somebody who clearly it was just a job and somebody fell asleep at the fucking wheel or something you know or maybe who the fuck knows maybe english wasn't their first language i don't know um, i actually watched this three times tonight i watched superhuman samurai cyber squad and I watched like you know the the dub, and and I was I was like you know well not dub but the sub, and I was like not happy with it you know like you Derek, and I was like, okay I'm curious like I don't, don't know Japanese that well but I watched the raw, and there was a raw version up on YouTube and I liked the raw version better it wasn't as distracting and I, I still got the basic plot points that I already knew, and it might have helped from seeing that dub, but the raw just came off much more cleaner and i was like i know japanese but like they show stuff it's a show that's not hard to follow and the crappy dubbing not dubbing subbing is not distracting me you know it's not like you know pissing me off i'm just like seeing it in this actual form and it was actually hd so that also helped too like yeah uh, there are sometimes i like raw you know i like the raw feed of like from japan where it's not something i may get all the connotations from but I got all the major plots. I understood that, like, you know, the, the episode, what it was trying to convey, and it just seemed more enjoyable without really crappy, you know, subbing. <laughs> oh, I will say that it seems like someone, whoever is, like, involved with the Gridman anime that's coming up has some kind of affection for, like, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad because the Gridman anime has, like, a subtitle of SSSS. So, like... Well, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. There's some kind of like I don't know affection or nostalgia for it on the other side of the ocean, which is kind of weird. But you know, I'm 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 definitely gonna check the anime out. Oh, uh, uh, for 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 anybody who's not aware, yes, in the original '90s show, they spelled cyber with an S. Just so you know, that's why it's SSSS. <laughs> it's like superhuman samurai. It was cool to do that back then. Yeah, <laughs> it's like everybody's like, should it be C? It it should be, but Mortal Kombat should also be with a C too. So fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like, yeah, that that well, like I mean, like yeah, that somebody actually appreciated it. It was kind of like uh, when I was watching X Aid. I still tell Justin this, and I don't know if he believes me, but like the dual brothers transformation, I totally hear when they're like changing. I swear to God, I hear it. It's like, you know, apparently Japan doesn't hate, like, what we've done to bastardize their their shows. Well, there, I, I remember reading about how there was a contingent of fandom that, like, wanted to watch American dubs of anime or, like, wanted to, you know, like, in, in this case, conceivably, you, you would imagine they would watch Americanized adaptations of you know, tokusatsu properties or whatever with fascination or interest. So I, I, I guess I would say at this point, it, you know, I don't think there's too much that, that can surprise me, but, but I don't think it would surprise me if that was the case. Yeah, it could go both ways, you know. Like there, there, there might be 
some Japanese fans were totally into uh, Doctor O, you know, it was like Professor O or whatever his name is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm always interested. Like, I'd be fascinated to see, like, you know, and I'm sure it's happened before. But, you know, subbing into Japanese, like subbing Japanese into like American cartoons or whatever. Like, how they like, you know, take that basically. Like, what what is what is Japan's like fans of? like market like basically like over there for foreign stuff mm, mm, interesting yeah 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 do they do do they have uh do they have ass wipe fan subs <laughs> yeah <laughs> but in but in kanji like you know the kanji for ass wipe or something yeah <laughs> it's like everyone's calling each other an ass wipe when in teen titans or something over there uh, i was thinking of like you know kirk going spock you ass wipe <laughs> 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 I was just thinking, like, you know, like, Tommy, again, because that was just on my mind, like, the Green Ranger, like, out of costume, like, you know, as Tommy, you know, like, you know, not dressed up in the Sentai uniform, be like, you know, eat shit, that's why! <laughs> you know? It's like, like M- M- McCoy is like, motherfucker, like, Jim, like, I'm a, I'm a goddamn doctor, goddamn it. <laughs> not, yeah. not your fucking forklift. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? It's like the Brady Bunch. It's like Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. It's about that bitch. <laughs> We've got out the rabbit hole. All thanks to you, Mike. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm looking forward to the anime. Like the trailer looks like it. You know, the animation looks great. I like. I'd like to see like some of these like send or uh, Toku like suits and monsters and animation. So. Yeah, I, I, I still cling to the fact that like animation can still do things, even CGI can't. I, I just love animation, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, I'm definitely curious on like what direction they take it in. I'm, I'm kind of curious to see if, if maybe they they have these characters from the, the Tokusatsu live action, and, and if they're just older versions of the characters, or, or anime versions of the characters. I mean, it, it, I mean, it's like over 20 years, so yeah, yeah. I think Greyman came out of what ninety three, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. Yeah, so yeah, we're looking at like twenty five years. So like those, those little middle schoolers are are at least like you know, in their thirties by now. So yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, this is interesting to talk about because I was familiar with Greyman from a couple years ago, but not until I was wondering about you know whatever happened to Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. What what you know? But yeah, this was fun and this is why i wanted to like not only have you here because you brought it up but i wanted to be here too so i'm glad we waited to do this it's cool that like you know i i had saw this show when i was a kid and i'm not as fond of it as you i saw one or two episodes but like, yeah like i i you know it, it is it's funny the uh the journey fan holes is taking me on as far as tokusatsu because now i'm like a huge common writer fan and if it weren't for shows like you know beetle Borgs, uh, you know, Power Rangers, of course, but like Beetleborgs and VR Troopers, and even, yes, Masked Rider and Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad, I wouldn't have been exposed to possibly better or possibly worse versions from Japan. And, you know, that's cool. It's, it's cool to like see the, the, the original content as it was supposed to be portrayed. What? What, what about tattooed teenage alien fighters from Beverly Hills? Oh, fuck Wilson. Oh, 
His name is Rog. <laughs> In the annals of television history, there are TV shows and characters that changed our culture and helped define generations. These are not those shows. It's time to close up the bar, leave the war, and quit your yuppie whining so you can step on board the Enterprise D, run alongside the Hoff, stop time with your fingers, and introduce your family to the voice input child identikit. Because this summer, Pop Culture Affidavit is taking you to the depths of 80s and 90s television with. It came from syndication! For seven weeks, I'll be taking a look at a variety of syndicated TV genres, from the lauded science fiction of Star Trek The Next Generation to the... This was a show? Of small wonder. Along the way, we'll battle with the Thundercats, run through the funhouse, give thumbs up at the movies, and have a very current affair. Pop Culture Affidavit presents... It came from syndication! Coming July 11th, to popcultureaffidavit.com and twotruefreaks.com. All right, well, I, I think, unless unless anybody else has any other final thoughts, then I think what I'll do is I'll, I'll take us out and, and wrap this up. If you guys have any other comments, questions, and or concerns, you can reach us at fanholespodcast at gmail.com. The entire backlog of our episodes is up on fanholespodcast.blogspot.com. In addition to Toku Thursdays, you can listen to all of our spinoff shows. We've got Mobile Suit Mondays, Transformers Tuesdays, Sentai Saturdays, We've got Big in Japan, where we talk about anime. We've got Comics, Motherfucker, Do You Read Them, where we talk about comics. And we've got Justice Not Entirely Dissimilar to Lightning, which is a Thunderbolts podcast. And we have the Fanholes podcast proper. So the entire backlog of episodes is, is up on the blog spot. We are on Stitcher Radio. We can be streamed there. We're on iTunes. We're on all kinds of social media, Tumblr, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So if you want to get in on the junk and locate us on the social media, you can feel free to do it that way. And yeah, I, I think that's going to do it. So until the next time, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, Dan Dan, Baby Dan Dan, sign off. Hey, it's Mike. Peace out, meet things. This is Justin, and I show you podcast now. And this is Tony, and let's bash some digi creeps. Pump up the power. Indeed. another good thing about amp like he he his catchphrase to jump into the digital world or whatever was different every single time and it was always hilarious <laughs> cornflakes <laughs> yeah it was literally always something like random like you know shake before serving or something <laughs>
put put me in, coach. Put me in. Yeah. <laughs> Objects may be closer than they appear. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Amp, Amp, like I said, Amp got the Poochie exit, but then like Poochie himself came onto the show. Yeah. What was it? What would that mean? Like, I, I didn't see like later uh, episodes. I, I know we're done. I think, but, like, I think uh, it was only like the last 10 episodes, but it was Lucky London. He, he <laughs> was he was literally like a blonde, long haired surfer burnout dude. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, like, was he also an alien or was he just Lucky no, London? No, he was just a surfer. Oh, <laughs> like, okay. He came from Planet <laughs> Surf. <laughs> he came from Planet Coachella. Um, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> The, the correct answer is, yes, he was an alien. He came from the planet California. <laughs> it, it is out there, man. Groovy. His, his beloved planet, California. My beloved <laughs> California. 